Hello, everybody. Welcome to the tailgate with me, XFL College Football Jim, joined by my buddy Eric. We're going to be breaking down college football, conference by conference, team by team, giving you all the win totals so that you're ready for this college football season because college football season never can start soon enough, in my opinion. You know what? I love me some college football, dude. I miss it. It's like right around the corner, man. Like literally it's right around the corner and I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I've been salivating at the thought of college football. So we're what we're going to be doing on this show, at least the beginning parts preseason, we're going to be going conference by conference. We'll squeeze in the independent somewhere, giving you the win totals for every team and what side we like on them. Starting off, of course, with one, the only conference of champions, the Mac. Hey. Talking Maction, baby. As someone who grew up in the shadows of Kelly Short Stadium, this is my favorite conference in all the land. I mean, there's nothing better than you're the thick of the college football season and you have some Tuesday night Mac shit. Dude, I love it. Tuesday night, Wednesday night. That's that's what it's just. Without the Mac, we would not have, like, what is it? It's like a time in October where it's there's like 34, there's like 30 straight days of football or something like that. <laughs> It's insane. It go just boom, just maxing. Every you know, day it's, there's football. It's great. And you know what? I there's a couple teams I like here. You know, there's a oh, couple there's... teams I think. You know, I may have some CMU bias, but you know that's rightfully so. I am going to be upfront. I'm also going to be high on CMU this year, but we will get to them. Starting off, we have the Akron Zips. <laughs> You know what? Sadly, though, sadly, we couldn't find conference odds for these teams. That's the negative thing. I couldn't find like odds for Akron to win the MAC. You know what? But we did. We do have some over unders. You know, we oh. do have some over unders. Um, the one thing that stood out to me with them is Joe Moorhead, the guy that used to be the Mississippi State head coach. He used to be the. Um, used to be the uh, OC at Oregon coming to to be their head coach. Um, that kind of stood out to me. You know what I mean? Is that just kind of like, hey, I want to coach? You know what I mean? That that just kind of seemed like a weird move. I think he needs to, to kind of – well, especially with Cristobal leaving Oregon, he needed to find himself in a position. Like, he was really disgraced leaving Mississippi State, mm-hmm. and I think he needs to kind of build back that resume – and I'm not sure if he's comfortable going back to being a coordinator. I think he'd rather get more head coaching under his belt. And the Mac makes a lot of really good head coaches. It's like a good place for a coach to get his feet. I think it's going to take him some time. I mean, he got this Cam is a Riley. Rebuild. This is a build yeah. up. He got Cam Riley to transfer in from um, Minnesota, which is, you know, that's pretty interesting to me. I think that's going to be a good guy. Um, defense was buck twenty nine last year. They return a ton, but. The one thing I've learned watching college football is like you can return a ton, but if they're bad, they're bad. The one thing I'll say is maybe in the next like two to three years, expect Akron to kind of at least have a fun offense. Yeah, and I think they're going to be a player in the transfer portal portal too. I think I think they have to be. So breaking down the schedule, they start off playing St. Francis, which is good for Akron. You get a dub to start off. Yeah, I mean, they, they should get a dub to start off. They should. I'm going to say they do. But then they have to play at Michigan State and at Tennessee back-to-back. And at Liberty. Three away games in a row. Which is brutal. I mean, let's face it. They're going to be 1-3 and three going 
going uh, to start match in October. And they get, well, at least they get to open up with Bowling Green. Yeah, you know what? Don't knock my BG. Uh, I'm I mean, not counting them out. They had a very improved season last season, and I think they're actually primed to be better. That doesn't mean they're good. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, after playing, though, those three physical teams, and I'm going to say Liberty's a physical team. You know, I think that, so, too. I, I would, I would that, classify. That's a, tough, that, that's a tough to, like, you know, starting that one and three, and, I mean, start, I don't know, against Bowling Green, who – has the second most returning play, second most returning players in the country. That's that's kind of tough for me to start the season with. It's tough. I don't have Akron winning that game either. Mm-mm. And then they have to go play at Ohio. And while Ohio's in kind of a weird position at the moment, I still favor the Bobcats. Okay, you ready for a, li- a nice little tidbit, my friend? Give it to me, baby. The Zips have lost six of seven versus the Bobcats, but. They are five and two ATS, so I think this could be a good little circle spot because I'm pretty down on Ohio this year. I am also down on Ohio this year. I'm right. I like that stat. That's a good stat. I am going to circle that game because generally, with a team like Akron, I'll just auto fade them. It's mm-hmm. nice to kind of have those spots where you can actually bet on them. Yeah, and I'm not. We're not saying they're going to win, but you know they're going to be getting points, and you know they're, be, they're probably going to be getting a lot of points. This is this is a pretty good spot for them. And then after that, they get to play Central Michigan. Yeah, that's just an L. That's no, I mean, that's, that's not. A, that's a big L. That's a big L. That, then, let's not. I'll think the room. Before the bye week, they get to go to Kent State, and then they get Miami of Ohio. Two pretty good teams. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to Kent State. I have a theory about Kent State, but we'll 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 get to Kent State. Consistently for the last couple of years, been one of the most fun teams to watch. Yep. Yeah, but Kent State is replacing their quarterback. Like we don't know how that's gonna. We don't. We don't know. Like with offenses like that, it's kind of. Is it the player or is it the system? And it's yeah, gonna and be I think this is gonna be, be like a prove it year. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see like which one is it with them. And then Miami of Ohio is just they're always a solid team. They're always gonna be near the top of the MAC. It seems like they're. I still don't trust them to ever win the conference, but they're always up there. The thing I I don't. I don't see them going into Miami and winning just because Miami's got the best quarterback in yep. the conference by far. So that's going to be a tough ask. But then they get the bye week. They finish off the season uh, with Eastern Michigan and then back-to-back away games with at Buffalo and at NIU. Rough. That, Rough season for Akron. That's brutal. I mean, I think, you know, they're obviously going to win – beat St. Francis, and there'll be one game along the max schedule where they're able to get it done. But, but the I win mean, total set at two and a half. I know. I only have them winning two, though, this year, dude. I have them winning two tops. Yeah. I mean. like I have them maybe, like, they're going to win one. I don't see where a second game, like, there's no easy second game for Akron. I don't know. I'm not that high on Buffalo this year. Maybe they can mess around and, like, you know, win at Buffalo or at Ohio. Um, or they don't knows? get both those. I don't think they. I don't think they get both of them. Oh no, I think they only get one. I only yeah, think like they maybe they that. get one. Yeah, like maybe they get one of them, and that still only lands them at two wins. Yeah, I mean, I have them at two. I mean, I would I'm say comfortably on the under here. I would. I would bet the under if I were, if I were to do it. I am comfortably on the under. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hammer that under two and a half. Yeah, I. I would too. 
up next, we move on to Bowling Green. This used to be, until last year, they were on my auto-fade list. They they jumped off of that with a, a couple of really good covers. I think they covered against Tennessee last year. You know what? I think they did, too. I mean, I think they are... Um, they're, they're on the up. I think they're sneaky good. Um, the one thing for me is... I think their schedule is a little tough. When you look at the heavy hitters in the MAC, I mean, they go at CMU. They play Western Michigan after Western, Western Michigan has a bye. They're at Toledo. And we don't know what we're going to get from Kent State, but they do play Kent State after a bye. So that's two two of the top teams in the league they're playing after a bye, which is kind of tough. It's rough. So their win total is at three and a half. Let's just get right into the schedule. They start off playing at UCLA. That's just a loss right there. They and I feel like early on, especially in the season, UCLA is great at covering games too. So I might be all over UCLA in that game. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, I'm going to say, I, I, every time I talk about him, I just have to. UCLA is going to fucking get me again where I fall for Dorian Thompson Robinson in this offense and just think they can win the whole Pac-12. They're going to get me again. I'm just calling that right now. Okay, I'll, I'll give that to you. I can see that. Like They probably won't, and I'm saying this to me in the future, just don't bet everything on UCLA to win the Pac-12, even though a week or two before the season, I will be all over UCLA. All in. Just all in. I am all in. I have a I have like a DTR fetish. It's it's disgusting. So basically what you're telling me to do is the last week in August send you a text message and say don't do it. Yes, that okay. I would appreciate that, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Up next though, they get to play Eastern Kentucky. You know what a fun fact is? Eastern Kentucky is three and two all time against Bowling Green. That is a very fun fact. I think they're going to make it four and two this year. Really? This is so. This is like I. I think Eastern Kentucky gets them, but I do think they get like an upset somewhere along the line against one of these MAC teams. My thing with Bowling Green is they were 123 in offense last year. They're returning 10 style starters. Defense, I think, is going to take a step forward if they can stay healthy. And they return like some of – I think they're the second most in production returning this year. So they get people returning. I think they're moving in a right direction. But like I said, I mean, this schedule, dude. I mean, let's just – Marshall next, then at Mississippi State. Brutal. And, I mean, who has a homecoming on September 17th? (laughs) (laughs) Am I wrong? Like (laughs) That's a really early homecoming. That's an insanely um, homecoming. Interesting trend with that. Home team is 7-1 and one straight up and ATS in this series with BG leading the series 21-8. to eight. I'm going to take Marshall, though. Dude, just hate, dude, you're just hating on my – you're hating on my second favorite team in the map, dude. I just think Marshall's a good team. And then okay. Mississippi State's pretty obvious. Uh, you know what? No comment. I'll, I'll say that. I, I think Bowling – that could be a surprise cover, though. That wouldn't surprise me if they covered, but they're going to lose. Yeah. Uh, then they get to play at Akron, and then they get Buffalo at home. I think those are both wins. I think those are winnable games, too. So I have them at two wins. You have them at three. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. I mean, for this, are we going for the season or right now? Uh, we're going for the season. Or, like, as it as it is right now. We're going, Sorry, we're going for, like, where we're at right now. I have yeah. them at two right now in the season. You have them at three, right? Correct. Okay. And then they play Miami of Ohio, and then they play at Central Michigan. Okay. I have them dropping both those games. I 
I'm sorry. I have them beating Miami. See, I could see it, but I have them uh, beating two other teams down the way. So after the bye week, they get Western Michigan and Kent State both at home. I I have them splitting those two. They're going to win yes. one of those two. I would. Yep. I don't know which one, but I think gonna it's going to be Kent State. Two. Yeah. But I I am like blinded by my love of the directional Michigan schools. I mean, Kent State. Excuse me, Bowling Green is. They have won five straight and four and one in the last five versus Kent State. Yeah, I like Bowling Green there. And then they get a back-to-back road games of at Toledo and at Ohio. I think they split here too. Yeah, but the thing is with that Toledo game, I mean, that thing is a huge-ass rivalry. You know, It is a huge that. rivalry, and I think it's going to be very competitive. And the thing, but with if the, they beat that, then they're going to like get upset by Ohio. Like yeah, back-to-back road games are brutal, and they're yeah. even more brutal in the MAC. Yeah, to end that season, that middle of the week Tuesday game, you know, the Tuesday right before Thanksgiving, dude, just looking to get on that break. So, um, I, yeah, I have them finishing at five and seven. I I got them at four and eight. So, I mean, I really do like this over. I was actually to see if I can find an adjusted over of over four and a half. I got them at four wins. I would lean over. I don't like this one quite as much as I like the Akron under, but. I'll jump on with Uncle Rico. There we go. I'll jump on that over. There we go. That's how we do it, my friend. That's how we do it. Moving on from a team that you're very high on to a team I think we're both going to be kind of low on are the Buffalo Bulls. Yeah. Uh, total set at five and a half. I don't know if they reach a bowl game, uh, but let's just jump into the schedule. Lay out the facts if you want. They start off at Maryland, which is an auto loss, A, because... I don't think Buffalo is that good. And they're playing Maryland in September. And this this is when, you know, Maryland's got some game. Like September Maryland, I feel like could go toe-to-toe with Alabama. Um, I co-sign that sentiment. They're, they're the most dangerous team in the country. I have that as a loss for Buffalo. Then they get to play the Holy Cross Saders, the Holy Cross Crusaders of the Patriot League. I think Holy Cross could maybe cover that game. Here's my thing. They've won three. Three straight Patriot League champions. They're not that bad. They're not bad. They're not a bad FCS team. Here's my thing. Before the coach left, and I'm spacing on who the the old coach is. You talking about the Buffalo coach? Yeah, the Buffalo coach. Leopold? Yeah. What was Buffalo known for? Running the football, tough offensive line. I feel yep. like with him leaving, the culture left too. And this is kind of with a program without any direction. Now. They had like a buttload of transfers. Yeah. They I had coaching like, coaching leaving. I think I think Lance Leopold was a huge deal for Buffalo. Yeah. I I just, you know, the, but don't get me wrong. The kid they have at linebacker, James Patterson, is an absolute beast. They still got dudes. They still have some dudes, but like. I think Buffalo wins the game, but I think Holy Cross keeps it closer than people think. I, I could see that. You know what? And me being me, I'm going to give a little sprinkle. Just a little sprinkle on that money line. That's going to be a juicy money line, too. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give a little sprinkle. So we have them at one and one right now. Moving on, they get a back-to-back road games of at Coastal Carolina and at Eastern Michigan. I mean, this... I mean, That's let's tough. Just, That's tough. <clears throat> but I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, just looking back at 
back at this. What is it? Seven of the first ten on the road. Is that right? Uh, yeah, and they 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 Buffalo got really screwed. Like <clears throat> all their away games are back to back. Yeah, it's a brutal schedule. It's really <clears throat> rough. I have them dropping both those games. By the way. Yeah, I mean, I the I I don't see them beating Coastal Carolina. The opposite is for Eastern Michigan. Their coach has a great culture going on. I don't see him beating. Chris Creighton remains one of my favorite coaches in the country. I mean, dude, some people are just OGs, and Creighton's an OG. I love him so fucking much. And then they get Miami of Ohio at home. You got to favor Miami there. Even though it's homecoming, you have to favor Miami there. I I still do. I feel like Buffalo gets upset at homecoming. And then back-to-back. Road games of at Bowling Green and at UMass. I think they dropped the Bowling Green. I think they're I think they're still better than UMass. Yeah, they should be able to beat UMass. So we have them at two wins right now, and we're basically halfway through the season. I don't know how they get over five. Toledo at home going into the bye week. Toledo at home. It's tough. That's really Toledo tough. always drops these weird ones, so I could see it happening, but I gotta favor Toledo. In the last seven matchups, the home team in the matchup is five and two straight up, so you have to favor Toledo just based on the trend. No, sorry, you have to favor. No, you gotta favor Buffalo, but Buffalo like... five and two straight up and five and two ATS. You know what? This is one of those spots where Toledo's always been one of the most inconsistent teams in this league. They're always underachieve. Yep. You know, everyone probably... always has like pretty high expectations yeah. for them every year, and they never reach them. I think this is a game where Buffalo can win. I'll be generous and give them the win, give them three wins. And then out of the bye week, they get at Buffalo, at Central Michigan. I have them probably beating Ohio. Yeah. But that's a coin flip game, in my opinion. And then they're going to lose to Central Michigan. Yeah. And then they have Akron at home, and Akron's coming off the bye. Give me we, the one. thing with Akron, though, that we that we're gonna have to remember is I really think they're going to get better as the season progresses, yep. and they're gonna be a team like this would be a good team. I think to this would be a good spot to take Akron on that November nineteenth green. Yeah, I have <laughs> I have Buffalo losing this one, and then they finish off the season with Kent State, and maybe Buffalo gets that win. I'll be generous and give it to them. Yeah. That still has them under five and a half. That I mean, hook just kills them for me. I have them at four and a half. I have them at four and eight. I have them generously, very, I'm giving them two wins here, generously at five and seven. Yeah. And I am comfortably on the under here. Yeah, I, I would hammer this under all day long. Hammer. Hammer that under. Speaking of hammering the under, the Ohio Bobcats are also. Five and a half. That's, I don't know, man. This I don't know what to think of this Ohio team. You know what? Before they start off the season playing FA, FAU, and I have this little FAU stat. Are you ready for this? Give it to me. Tager, their coach, is 37 and 25 ATS on the road. Third, no, third, where is it? He is well, 35 and 25 ATS in non-conference games. Excuse me. I love FAU here just because Ohio is losing seven starters on offense. 
Um, there's no explosiveness in the passing game. Um, their quarterback this year is transferring in from Rice, and how he plays is different than what they did last year with the mobile quarterback. I think it's going to take them a little while to figure out this offense with how they want to do it. I Not love FAU. Like, this is the first like full season for a new coach, too. Yeah, because their their one coach because Solich he retired. Yeah, yeah, just and it was it wasn't expected retirement either. No, he, he just like ended up having some heart issues. And, yeah, like, it was un- completely away. unexpected. So we're both on FEU at the gate, and then they have back-to-back road games at Penn State and at Iowa State. Brutal. <sighs> That's brutal. brutal. That's just absolutely brutal. Those are two giant L's there. Not too much need to be said there. Then they get Fordham at home. I think this is going to be a hammer spot. Um, Another thing is they hired – uh, Miami, Ohio's co-defensive coordinator. So that means they're going to like to play this aggressive type of defense. So I really think after just getting being 0-3, there this is just going to be a hammer spot for Ohio here at home. I think this is a good like get-right game for Ohio. Yeah. I had them winning this one comfortably. So we have them at one win so far. Then they get to go to Kent State. This is the thing. Like, we really don't know what we're going to get with Kent State. Kent State's um, the ultimate wild card. Yeah, just because is was it all crumb? Was it the system? We don't know what we're going to get yet. So I'll say this is a 50-50 game. I'll say it's 50-50. I'll be generous and give it to them. I'll mm-hmm. give this to Ohio. Then they get to play Akron, and then they go to Western Michigan. I mean, you got to be Akron at homecoming, dude. You have, you just to. have to do it. You have to. I mean, Ohio's won 13 of the last 14 missed, 13 of the last 14, with eight of those coming by double digit against Akron. So, I mean, they I beat, they, yeah. they do beat Akron quite. Yeah, you have to do it. So, we have them at two wins here. Obviously, we have them losing to Western Michigan. You know what? My thing with Western Michigan is this, and oh, I, you know, I'll, I'll save that for them. Well, I'll, okay. That, okay. Is, is that what they call a teaser in the business? That's a little teaser. Give, that, give them a little preview for what's to yeah. come. NIU at home before the bye week. That's another thing. Like, we don't know. NIU's the, NIU was such a lucky team By luck reference, was the luckiest team in the country last year. Now, I couldn't even find an over-under prop for them. Could you? I could not. Um, and I think but, the books don't want to hang it because they, they know everyone's just going to hammer it. I still think they're a good team, though. I mean, they lost their center. They lost their running back. As somebody that just loves special teams, they lost their punter. And that guy was just a stud at being able to flip the field last year. And I think that's going to be kind of like an underrated guy that they, you know, aren't going to have that they could kind of hurt them. Yeah, like maybe this year they don't win as many of those one-score games. So I would probably chalk this up as a 50-50. Okay. But I think I got a favor in IU, so I'm going to put it as a loss. So I still only have them at two wins. I mean, if you would have bet a year ago today, you and I would be debating an NIU-Ohio game who would win. I mean, just kind of think about that. But, yeah, I'll give it to you. I mean, but if you go back four years, it's a very good debate because NIU is really good. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, off of the bye week, they get Buffalo at home. I I got to favor Ohio there. Yeah, Buffalo is going to be a team I I look to fade. Um, home teams are ten and one in the straight up, ten and one in this matchup, nine and two ATS since twenty ten. So I mean, you got to favor, you got to favor the Bobcats here. Got to favor the Bobcats. Give me them, and then they get back to back road games at Miami of Ohio and at Ball State. It's just one of those funky things, man. You know what I mean? I think I have, I have them dropping both games. I, yeah, me too. Finishing off the season with Bowling Green. That's a loss. Come on. I, I love my Bowling Green. I'm going to say it's a loss, but even if it's a win, that only gives them up to four for me. And mm-hmm. that's being very generous, I feel. I See, look at I, I have them at four and eight, too. I think. That's I think generous four and eight. What what's the juice on this Ohio under? Because this is the one I like the most, to be honest with you. This oh this Buffalo and Ohio I like pretty respectively. Is this juiced or I mean, is this like a minus one sixty or um let me let's see if we can find actual Mac win total odds. I'm pulling up the old Damn, these sites only putting the power five. Team futures, regular season wins. Let me see. You're talking about Ohio? Talking about Ohio. On DraftKings, it's minus 110 either way. Oh, dude, that's a hammer, dude. Hammer that. You know what? We need to get the rights to NC Hammer. Um, Hammer um, Buffalo? Buffalo, by the way, under five and a half, plus 100. Oh, my God. We need to get the rights to MC Hammer Hammer Time, and every time we like someone, we just have we just play like three chords of Hammer Time. Uh, the Bowling Green over three and a half is juice to hell. It's minus one fifty. Yeah, that's yeah. So right, so we both agree so far. The two best we like the most are Ohio Buffalo one two. So far, uh, yeah. my I have three favorites. I really like the Akron under two mm-hmm. and a half. That's minus one sixty. Buffalo under five and a half at plus 100 is probably my favorite, but this minus 110 for Ohio under five and a half is juicier than a fucking ripe steak. Okay. Okay. Moving on to the Kent State Golden Flashes. One of my favorite teams just to watch. They've been very fun these last couple of years. I hope they keep that up. You know what? I'm just, I had a, I had such a juicy Kent State future last year, and it was such a tease, you know, stopping them. I did too. Point conversion against Miami to get into the dating against NIU. And I'm thinking to myself, NIU has been so lucky this year. This is it. And just heartbreak hotel. Just absolutely brutal Mac championship hotel. So Kent state starts the season back to back road games at Washington and at Oklahoma. That's just brutal. (laughs) Brutal. But I mean, they're getting that money. Real quick about Akron. I know they're not, excuse me, Kent State. I know they're replacing Dustin Crum. How this is they they are returning 10 starters on offense. He's the only one not coming back. And we've seen in the past, you know what I mean? Like when this quarterback we all deemed as good leaves, you know, like it could be a system. Like, is it just the system? You know, like so that's that's gonna be interesting to see like what. I think we'll know week 
it's hard to say because they they have a brutal like opening schedule. <laughs> Their but September is brutal, like- so they go at Washington, at Oklahoma. They get LIU, which is nice. They get that win, and then at Georgia. I know, and then Ohio at home, and then two tough road games in the Miami map. and Toledo on the road. We're not going to know anything about Kent State until midway through October, which is going to be tough. And like. I understand like why these Mac schools play like the Pac-12 and the SEC and the Big. They get 12. they get the money for it, but that but like, it hurts your team because like like you said, it's going to be October and we don't you don't they don't know what they have, so it's going to potentially hurt their ability to make a bowl game. Um, it definitely hurts them their ability to make a bowl game because that you already have three guaranteed losses. Oh, I mean. You're starting the max season at one and three. Yeah. Which means you have to win five of your next like eight. To just to just make a bowl. Yeah. And you know, let's just go through it. Um, so we have them at one and three at Ohio. Ohio at Ohio home. at home and then back to back road games at Miami and at Toledo. Yeah. I think they can win. They can win two of those. Of those three. I don't know if that. Okay. I'm going to have them winning against Ohio. Yeah. And then I'm going to have them splitting the Miami Toledo. Just because Toledo is such a weird team to me. Yeah. I'll do that too. I'll I'll co-sign with that. And then they get Akron at home before, uh, before the bye week. That's a win. So we have them at three wins so far. Yeah. Coming off the bye week, they get Ball State at home. And B- Ball, State's come, Ball State is coming off a of bye week, They're too. both coming off a of bye week, so that's a tough game. I got to favor Ball State. At home team, 5-2 and two ATS in the, in the last seven. And you know what? Give me Kent State there. They get that dub. Okay. I'm going to think – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the assumption that I think Kent State's going to have a really good offense. So I have them at four wins right now. At Bowling Green – I'm going to give that to Kent State. I think that's a 50-50 game. It's a 50-50, but I'm going to you're give playing, it to Kent you're, State. You're playing Bowling Green under the lights. We know all know what mid, mid-week match is. <laughs> craziness, dude. It's going to be a crazy game. <laughs> this is either going to be a game that's like 52-48 to 48 or a 15-13 game. I will tell you this. I'm going to be taking the over in every single Kent State game. Oh, for sure. And then they round out the season with Eastern Michigan at home and at Buffalo. I have them losing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I have them at five and seven, man. I got them at six and six. So I guess I lean over, but I don't like that. I wouldn't bet this. I mean, because we just don't know. This is the the biggest wild card in the MAC. Yeah, we just don't know what we're going to get. Like, is that loss of crumb just way too much or what? We just don't know, like, anything what we're going to get at all. So, because of that, you kind of have to pass. I am definitely passing on that one. Up next, we move over to Miami of Ohio. Win total set at six and a half. Let's see where that juice is right here on DraftKings. Six and a half. The juice is on the over. Over six and a half is minus 135. Under six and a half plus 115. This is my thing with them. They're weird. They're a weird team. They have the best quarterback in the league. 
And because of that, they have this shot every single time. But their offense is insane. No, excuse me. Their defense is insanely weak. But the main thing, when you just look at their schedule, who are they missing on their schedule? CMU and Toledo. That's pretty big to not have those two powerhouses. That's a big one. Let's go through the schedule. So they start with at Kentucky. Tough. Tough. It's a loss. Fun fun fact. Miami leads the series 4-3-1. and one. I think Kentucky catches up this game. That would be hilarious. That'd be hilarious if opening week of Kentucky loses to Miami. Oh, my God. Could you imagine how upset B. Hill would be? Oh, he'd be – that'd be the reddest face you've ever seen on the planet. But Kentucky's winning that game. Robert Morris – they get a dub, and then they get to play Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. Now, real, now, no doubt they're going to beat Robert Morris. But yep. last nine against FCS, seven and two straight up, one and eight ATS for Miami. Just pointing that out. Just pointing that Is out. Is Robert so they, Morris like a good FCS? No. But you never know. You know what I mean? It's one of those yeah. things. You have Cincinnati on deck. You know, if if they get up by a lot, this this could just scream the back back door. Okay, uh, depending on what the spread is, I might bet that. But that's that's one to keep your eyes on, people. Now, here's my thing. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Am I crazy? Don't you fucking say it. Am I crazy right now? To think that. They could beat Cincinnati. Now, hear me out. Just hear me out about Cincinnati real quick. When you, when you, when I say Cincinnati football, what comes to your mind, my friend? Good defense. And what did they lose a lot of last year? They did lose a lot of defense, and they lost Desmond Ritter, who I, I think Desmond Ritter was a big part of why that team was as good as they were. And you have a team that has a good quarterback. This quarterback's going to be playing at some, have it be CFL, USFL you know, a backup somewhere, he's going to be playing professional football somewhere. Am I crazy enough to think that it could be upset city? And who knows? We don't know what they're, when Cincinnati I had think Cincinnati they're is crazy. on that G5 level where they can reload. But here's the thing. Like, we don't know what they're getting at quarterback because the Eastern Michigan quarterback, and when Ritter bait him out, transferred to EMU, now he's transferring back. But they also have that young kid, which is the highest recruit ever. Like there could be a quarterback controversy. I think, I think Cincy has a lot of questions, and you're playing like an interstate team. Come on, man! I'm gonna, you know I'm you gonna take play. Cincinnati. I'm gonna oh. favor Cincinnati. Oh, dude! I I I yeah. see oh. Miami covering, but no, I'm not gonna jump on that one with you. Did you ever watch that show How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, a little bit. You know that you know that scene where where Barney Stinson just goes friendship over. Is that where you're at right now? Because I didn't want. I don't think Miami of Ohio could beat Cincinnati. Yeah, that's a, and with and Cincinnati has Indiana on deck. Yeah, but this is a I, this is a huge game for Miami. This is a big game in their opinion. At least give me the cover. I mean, they're gonna cut. Co- yeah, I think All the right. covers. All alive. right. All I mean, right. I just don't think they're gonna win. All right. Yeah, I'll give you the cover. This is just a win total episode. I don't think they get that win. Then they get to play at Northwestern. I think they could upset Northwestern. 
You know who leads the all-time series versus Northwestern, my friend? Who? Miami of Ohio, six and three, buddy. Northwestern loses to these MAC teams, and then they, they turn around and like they huge, win the Big Ten West. Huge history of losing these MAC teams. I absolutely love. I'll probably be playing Miami of Ohio money line back to back weeks. That's disgusting. You'll probably honestly you're going to be playing them. Well, they won't. They'll be favored against Buffalo. And if it they is, beat Northwestern, I'm going to be fading the crap out of them at Buffalo. Yeah, I will too. That is a back-to-back road situation too. Mm-hmm. I think they split there. Yeah. Yeah. So I have them at two wins. Are you giving them the Cincinnati win, or are you not including that right now? You know what? I will not include that right now. So we both have them at two wins. Mm-hmm. Then they play Kent State and then go to Bowling Green. I could see them winning both. I could definitely see them winning both. So we have them at three, uh, four wins now. Yeah. Going into the bye week, they get Western Michigan and at Akron. You know what? Western Michigan has been very tough for Miami. Um, Those directional Michigan schools are just good. Um, I really think that, I mean, just looking at the last nine, they're Miami, Ohio is two and not two and seven against Western Michigan. So, I mean, I, I think they split. I think they beat Akron. Oh, they'll be Akron. I have them beat. I I have them beating Ohio, but we already, we have them at five wins now. Yep. And then alpha, the bye like you said, they have Ohio. I haven't beaten Ohio. That's six at NIU. And then ball state at home to finish off the season. I have them splitting these. I have them at seven and five. I have them seven and five too. Because I have them splitting this. That's a tough seven and five, though. Because like Miami of Ohio is one of those. I have them in the same book as Toledo, where they underperform. Here's the thing: their defense is so bad. Where we're saying, yeah, you know what? They they're going to beat Ohio. Ohio is going to get better as the season progresses with how bad this Miami defense is, and if that could be something. And honestly. Their team goes as their quarterback goes. If their QB goes down, this team is just going to free fall. So, I mean, it's like you said, it's a hard seven. It's hard. Like, I have them at seven and five, but my heart tells me to maybe bet the under. Mm -hmm. Because we're giving them, like, a Northwestern win. That's not guaranteed. Yeah. And we're giving them, like, an Ohio win that's not guaranteed. Yeah. Those are those are both like 50-50 or worse games. I would lean under. This is another tough one. I'd probably stay away, but I'm going to lean under. You know what? I would I'm I'm with you, but I'm going to stay away. Yeah, staying away is probably the smart move. We have our favorites already. Up next, we move on to Ball State. I feel like Ball State's that good team that nobody talks about in the MAC. Like they're just pretty consistent. You know what? I think you kind of hit in the head. They're just kind of they're there. Reliable. They're just kind of reliable. They're just always, 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 always reliable. They're just always kind of in the mix, if you will. And they start the season at Tennessee. How funny would it be if they if they got the upset? I just, I would love it. That would be effing comical if they were able to get the upset. Um, the th- the thing that kind of sticks out with me. With with them, just a quick overglance of their team 
is they lost their starting quarterback, their wide receiver. They lost their all-MAC guard, their top three DBs. They were really like junior, senior, heavy team last year. The top two linemen and lost six of their top eight linebackers. So, like, I mean, this is the least experienced team in the conference. Last year, I remember them being like top of the charts for returning production. And usually the year following that, you're going to be having a rebuilding year, especially in a conference like the MAC. So, I expect a lot of issues to pop up for this Ball State team. I think a lot of issues are going to pop up too. I mean, and you look at it, you have CMU, Kent State, who we don't know what we're going to get, Toledo, who's supposed to be tough, and Miami of Ohio all on the road. They have some tough conference road games. This is going to be a tough one. So their win total set at five and a half. They start the season at Tennessee. That's a loss. Then they get Western Michigan at home. I have that as a loss. Yeah. Then they get Murray State. That's a win. Yeah. At Georgia Southern. Now, this is the tough thing about Georgia Southern with me. We New don't coach, know. Right? Well, I'm sorry. New coach for Georgia Southern, right? New coach. Are they, are they, I, I haven't done my research on them yet. Yeah. Are they, so I don't think they're going to run that same option attack. I think this is going to be a new offense. <sighs> I might favor Ball State there then. Yeah. But Georgia Southern always has like a tough defense. They're just like a tough out. That's not a gimme. I had that. That's probably a 50-50 game. Yeah. I'll give it to Ball State. Yeah. So we have them at two wins so far. Then they play NIU. At home, though, so I'm going to give that to Ball State. Yeah, I'll give it to them, too. So we have them at three so far going to Central Michigan. That's a loss. Don't even That's a loss. Thinking. We're Just spoiler alert again, we're both very high on Central Michigan. Just spoiler alert right now, I'm probably going to bet Central Michigan to win it all. I National Championship. Same. I will do the same. I'll honestly though, uh, same as last year. I'm just gonna bet every, all three directional Mish schools to uh, win the whole thing. Yeah, why not? Make makes sense to me. Why not? I love them so much. Then they get to play UConn. That's a win. Here's my thing. Just hear me out. Are you gonna be high on UConn? I'm not. I'm not high on UConn, but I play the spot. I play the situation, my friend. You. It's just one of those like non-conference games in the middle of October. I'm going to be on UConn to cover the spread, which is a disgusting thing I just said. That is gross. Because it's sandwiched in between Central Michigan and Eastern Michigan. Yeah, it's a great sandwich spot. It's a great sandwich spot for UConn. Ball State's not going to lose. That's a win. I'll tell you what. It's going to be 2 p.m., 2.30 2.30 Central Time, October 15th. And I'm just going to send you a text message that says Old Uncle Rico after UConn shocks the world. I hope so. That'd be amazing. I, I love I love just – I'm going to be firm in my – I love being firm in my convictions on games that are going to happen like four months from now. Against Ball State and Connecticut. Exactly. <laughs> I have them losing to Eastern Michigan though. Yeah, at homecoming, yeah. Out of the bye week, uh, they get to play, go to Kent State and to Toledo back-to-back. I could see them losing both, to be honest with you. I could see them losing both. I think they split. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have them at five wins right now. Yeah. And then Ohio at home and at Miami to end the season. Probably split. I have them finishing at five and seven. I got them at six and eight, so I guess I lean over. But that's a tough – like, that's right. We're just so close, I wouldn't – 
yeah, yeah, five and a half is the total. Don't like it again. That's a tough one. I'd probably stay away. But yeah. if I had to pick one, I'm going over. Yeah. Up next, it's time. Our team, the Chippewas of Central Michigan. Win total set at seven and a half. That's a juicy seven and a half. And the thing with them, they they lost not one, but two offensive linemen were drafted in the NFL. So I think it's going to take a little while to get that going. Number two, they lost Peelman, who is the wide receiver, returned every punt. I think that's going to hurt. They're, they're good in the front seven, but they lost their two – defensive ends and that's 12 sacks right there so they are losing a lot their schedule lines up pretty nicely though but the big thing is though do you know who they hired as their new oc who's their oc they hired bobby petrino's son and if he can bring petrino's offense to mount pleasant michigan watch watch the f out because they have to get the quarterback. You get the Petrino version of Kendall Bryles. Oh my god, dude! I'd love it. I would absolutely love it, dude. And they have the best player in the conference in my eyes with the running with Nichols, the running back. Yeah, they have a great quarterback. I mean, I think McElveen has kind of just he's kind of bit, quietly built a little bit of a he's machine. A good, he's a really good G five coach too. Yeah, he's quietly built like a little bit of a machine. It. In in mid Michigan and Mount Pleasant, and I, I like this team a lot. Speaking of which, starting off week one at Oklahoma State, watch death, out, Cowboys. Death taxes and Central Michigan play in Oklahoma State tight. Give me CMU plus the points. I do think Oklahoma State gets it done though, just because it's early in the season, and those missing those two offensive linemen are going to hurt. Yeah, but just watch. Watch back Oklahoma State the last couple years when they play a team like Tulsa and like almost lose. Give me, I I do think Oklahoma State wins. Give me the points though with Central Michigan. They're going to cover that one for sure. Yeah. Then they go. Then they get South Alabama at home. I'm going to hammer the over in that game. Uh, I would have Central Michigan winning that one though. Oh yeah, for sure. Bucknell, the 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 Nellies of Bucknell, the Bison. Give me, uh, give me Central Michigan there. So we have them at two wins, and then they go to Penn State. That's tough. That's tough. That I mean, that's that's a real tough. Um, oh no! Spoiler tough. alert: I'm going to be pretty high on Penn State too. Spoiler alert: I just don't like Terry Franklin. That's fair. So, but yeah, I mean, I don't see CMU shocking Penn State at all. No, and then back-to-back row games of at Penn State and at Toledo. I could see them dropping this Toledo game. I'm gonna give it to them, but because it's like a back-to-back after Penn State, I could see them dropping both these ones. I could easily see them dropping both these ones too. So I'm gonna give it to them generously. So I'm gonna give them at three wins so far. Then they get Ball State at home. Got to favor Central Michigan there. Have to. So four wins for me. And then they go to Akron and then get Bowling Green at home. I have a winning both those games. I I do too. And I think it, the schedule lines up nicely because they get NIU after the bye. I already have them at six wins going into the bye week. Yeah. Uh, so I'm the, the wins all seven and a half. I'm just going to say I'm very comfortable on this over. 
out of the bye week, they get NIU at NIU and then Buffalo at home. I, I have those both both. wins. I already They're... have them at I have them at eight wins so far. And that was a fluky finish to the NIU game last year. Yep. That, so I have them at eight wins, and then they get the other two directional Michigan schools, Western Michigan and Eastern Michigan, both at home. I think they win both those. Yeah, I, I do too. At worst, they split. Yeah, yeah. I have them at nine wins. The the best they could do, and actually, like generously, I have them at ten wins if they win both those games. I try to take the homer out of me, so I didn't. I wasn't called a hater. This is me I, I giving them the Toledo game. So if they if they lose to Toledo and then split Western Eastern Michigan, that's two less wins. That's eight and four. Yeah. That's a comfortable eight and four. Like I'm pretty comfortable with eight and four. Yeah, I'm comfortable with eight and four too. I like this over. I do too. Um, let me look at what. Let me see. It's what juiced right there. now, so it is. It is juiced. It's minus one twenty-five. See, to me though, that's I can't play that. That's a little bit too much action for me. I'll take it. I'll, yeah. I'll jump on that. I'll, I I like my good, a good morning juice. You'll jump on that grenade for me. I will. I will take minus one twenty-five. It was if it was like minus one fifty, I don't think so. But minus one twenty-five still within the range for me. Where like. I like it enough because I could see them going ten and two. That kind of gives me like a two game cushion. Mm-hmm. Like if this was an eight, then I'd be way more skeptical. But seven and a half, a two game cushion, and then like they, there is a world where Penn State could just bottom out, and yeah, like that's really talking crazy, but <laughs> it could happen. Who knows? I mean, there is a world where they're in a uh, New Year's Day six bowl too. So which would be insane. Which would be. Flipping awesome. Moving on to my favorite directional Michigan school, Eastern Michigan, with a win total set at six and a half. This team is Chris Creighton has done such a good job. But not too long ago that this team was like terrible. Here's my thing. This is an insanely, insanely tough place to coach. Yeah. Insanely tough place to coach. Insanely tough play to get players in there, to build a program. Has he reached his peak? You Maybe. know what I mean? I, mean, I, I kind of feel he's at that position where everything can kind of go down or he just has to leave right now. You don't think he can, like, maintain? Dude, dude it, that's a tough place to constantly get players to go to. I, yeah, I think if he, like, if he gets another bowl game, he's probably out. Yeah. Which is a yep. damn shame. It is a really tough school. So they start off with Eastern Kentucky. Friday Night Lights, baby. Give me, give me the, give me Eastern yep. Michigan, baby. Friday Night Lights on. They still have the gray field, right? They do. Get, give it to me, all day. And then they get to go down to play the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana. Who? Who? New coach. New coach. New coach. So, you know, it's 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 feasible. It. It's feasible. It's not outside their own possibility, but you got to be favoring the Cajuns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll say they're one and one here. I'm gonna give them one and one, and then they go to Arizona State. One and two. One and two, but watch out—they could cover that game. They could. They could, they could easily game. cover that game. One and two, and then they get Buffalo and UMass both at home. Two and zero. They're winning both. Yeah, so three and two right now. Talk about getting the short end of the stick. UMass is your homecoming game. That's, I mean, it's a win. 
Yeah, it's it it is a win. And then they go to Western Michigan. That's a loss. That's a lot. If this was like, I would favor the home team in this matchup. Yeah. So that's a loss for me. And then NIU at home. <laughs> uh, it's tough. I'll I'll give it to Eastern. I'll give it to them. That's pretty generous. So we have them at four wins right now. Yeah. And then at Ball State. If they beat NIU at home, they're going to lose the next week. Yeah. Give me Ball State there. And then Toledo at home. I have Toledo. But that's one of those things, like, we're going to get to it. Toledo is just – Toledo is such a fucking weird team. Remember last year, they should have beaten Notre Dame at Notre Dame. And then they then they just had an awful math loss like two weeks later. So yeah, I don't know. I'll say that game is more 50-50 though. It is I think it is a 50-50. I'm gonna give it to Toledo though. I'm gonna be a little bit harder on Eastern Michigan because they're my favorite team. So I have them at four wins right now. Okay. Akron's a win. Yeah, at Akron and at Kent State, I think they split those. I think they lose to Kent State. Okay. But that's like a wild card Kent State. Mm-hmm. And then finishing off with Central Michigan, I think that's a loss. Well, I mean, I have them at six and six. I have them at five and seven. Okay. It's tough. They actually have a pretty sneakily tough schedule. Yeah. That's brutal. Um, I guess I'm on the under. It sucks, but I really hope they can make a bowl game. It's going to be hard. I, I hope for the for the people of Ypsilanti, Michigan. I hope they can too. It's it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be very hard. Damn it! Up so next, we have their over under is at six and a half. Are you just gonna take the under then? I'm gonna take the under. Okay. I'm not gonna like it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take my medicine there. Okay. Up next, we have Northern Illinois. What I would consider the luckiest team in football last year. Oh, it's not even close. I think it's not really. They were to, they were lo, as lucky as Nebraska was unlucky. They it it it's not even close how lucky this team was. Disgusting. What were they in one score games like? Um, luckiest were won six games by 24, 25 points. Lost two games. By a combined twenty six points, seven and three in one score games. That's disgusting. It is absolutely disgusting. So they start the season off with Eastern Illinois at home. Mm-hmm. That's a win. Then they go to Tulsa, though. Tulsa's tough. Tulsa, like I, I don't know, man. I could. I'm gonna give it to Tulsa. Yeah. I like I like Tulsa though I'm a, I'm a bit of a homer. and then they get they they get Vanderbilt at home. I could see them actually winning this game. I'm gonna give it to them. I'm gonna yeah. give them that win. Yeah, they go to Kentucky. Dude, could you imagine if Kentucky lost to two max schools this year? That'd be hilarious. Beho would be outside his mind. That that would be flipping hilarious. I, I'm kind of here for it, but I don't think it happens. Give me Kentucky. Yeah. So right now we're sitting at what? Two and two? Two and two right now. Then at Ball State right after the Kentucky game. That's yeah. that's hard. Give me Ball State. Well, I mean, NIU, 11 and two straight up, 10 and three ATS in the it's last. It's true, but like a back to back road game just hurts. 
That is that is, and Ball State, Ball State can compete. And then you got you have Toledo at home. I mean, that's a perfect sandwich pot. Homecoming so game, homecoming game against Toledo. Yeah, I think NIU gets it done. Toledo's just a wild card to me, man. They're weird. They're like Toledo and Kent State. You can never predict Toledo because they're always going to disappoint at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to give them the win here. I'm going to give NIU the win. So I have them at one, two, three wins so far. And then at Eastern Michigan and at Ohio. I have them splitting there. I think yeah. they beat Ohio. So I have them at four wins so far. Out of the bye week, they get Central Michigan. Loss. Loss Central right Michigan. Or and then Central at- at Western Michigan after that. I have that as a loss as well. I also have that as a loss. And then Miami of Ohio and Akron at home to end the season. Miami, Ohio is coming off a bye week. So yeah. they're going to be coming off extended rest that game. I kind of favor Miami of Ohio right there. I also favor Miami. I think Miami gets that one done. And then they, I think NIU is going to beat Akron. To me, that only gives them five wins, though. See, I have them at six and six. I got it five and seven. Yeah. They do return a lot, but I mean, you know, defense. I mean, these are my notes on defense. It was 117th last year. They lost their leading rusher, their punter, their lead wide receiver. And more importantly, they lost the quarterback of the offensive line. They're all max center. You have to expect they'll have some fourth down regression coming. They were 20th and fourth down attempts and second in converting fourth downs. So you think that's going to, return back to the norm excuse me and they also have the worst d line in the conference so i think they're really going to struggle this year i I think so too and i think their their luck has run out they they built up a lot of positive karma last year i mean maybe i'm just a fan of rocky lombardi's hair but I, i i gave him a generous six wins up next the toledo rockets another crazy team that i have no idea what the hell's going on this team is so fucking weird i don't know Starting off the season with LIU and UMass, both at home. At least they get two wins to start out with. Yeah. Then they get to go to Ohio State to get demolished by the Buckeyes. Uh, Co-sign with that, my friend. And then they go to San Diego State after that. I, I I don't see them winning that one either. Yeah. It's just, it's hard to travel out west, especially as like a MAC team, I think. But I mean, the... This is why they're kind of interesting to me. They lost three games by a combined eight points. So just as we said, NIU is going to regress. I think Toledo is going to regress the other way. True, um, but like the travel really brings – and it's a back-to-back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm talking like from the just whole season perspective. Um, Finn, you know, how much of a jump is he going to make? Because he was starting last year as a freshman. I mean, this is usually when those guys make that make that jump, starting going from freshman to sophomore quarterback. I think he'll make a jump. And they got Terps, Benny, Boone going to be coming in, being that new RB1. He's going to be transferring in from Maryland. I think that is a good thing. Um, you know, they lost to three to Notre Dame, but there was three times, dude, they were favored by nine or point, nine points or more last year. And they flip and lost. And they lost their center, too. Like, losing your center with a young quarterback is a big thing. But maybe I'm just 
buying the hype like I do every year with them. You know what I mean? You very well could be. I just I would have them winning this game if they played this one like before they played Ohio State. The fact that it's the second leg of a back to back away, and on top of that, they have to travel all the way to San Diego. I think that's that's brutal for them. I mean, Jesus, just listen to the schedule. At Ohio State, at San Diego State, Central, Central at home, and then at NIU. That's a that's a tough little run right there. That's a tough September. Yeah. And like yeah. leading into October. Yeah. I have them winning one of those games. One of those, one of those four. four? Yeah, I have them winning against NIU. Yeah, me too. So we have them at three wins so far. And then they play mm-hmm. Kent State and then at Buffalo and at Eastern Michigan. See, I have them beating Kent State. I have them beating Kent State as well. I have them beating Buffalo. I have them beating Buffalo. And I had them beating Eastern Michigan. I do too. So that's one, two, three, four, five. That's six wins so far. Ball State and Bowling Green and at Western Michigan to round out the season. I have winning two of these three. I do as well. That gets them to, I think, eight. Eight. Yeah. Gets them to eight wins. A, bit, a whopping eight and four. I think that's a pretty good season, but I still like I don't feel comfortable taking the over seven and a half. I don't feel comfortable either because I we kind of hit in the head. This team is just so goddamn inconsistent. I could just How likely you see them favored six by six? nine points or more and lose three 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 games like that. I could see them just as likely to go like six and six as like eight and four, nine and three. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree with you hundred percent, my friend. The last team of the MAC, Western Michigan. Baby. Interesting. Here's a fun fact. Here's a fun fact about me, and I can say this because I believe the statute of limitations has uh has ended. I've burned a couple couches in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Nice. You know, I've 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 burned a couple couches back in the day. Some say you haven't lived until you have. I mean that that's that's what you do in KZU. Um, this is my question to you. Okay. Not an easy schedule. Yeah. And this brings up my point. Okay. So they're losing Elderby at quarterback, which was all world for them. A great, you know, phenomenal guy. They lost him. They lost Sky Moore. They lost their top three wide receivers. Um, Bama transfer Stone Halleback is coming in, but we really don't know what we're getting with him. You, when you start your schedule at Michigan State, at Ball State, Pitt, and then sa- at San Jose State. And Pitt's going to be looking for some revenge. Yeah, You don't know what you're going to have. I just kind of – that goes back to my point I made earlier. Some of these teams, I mean, you're not going to know what you have at quarterback probably until the Eastern Michigan game, mid-October. And right then you're kind of behind the eight ball. So that I'm a is- little worried that – the wheels could fall off for Western Michigan here. Their win total set at six and a half, and the way they start this schedule, it I can totally see where you're coming from. At Michigan State, at Ball State, Pitt, at San Jose State. Generously, I have them winning one of those games. I mean, I could see them easily going zero and four. I could see them easily going zero and four too. I'm gonna give them one. I yeah. don't know which one, but I'm gonna give them one of those four, and then they get New Hampshire. That's two. Yeah. Eastern Michigan, I'm going to be generous and say it's a 50-50 that they win. Mm-hmm. So that's three. Ohio, 
That's a win. That's a win. And then at Miami. I'm going to say that's a loss. That's a loss. We're at four right now. At Bowling Green, out of the bye week. I'm going to give them that win. Bowling Green's out of the bye, too. Yeah, but I still think Western Michigan's in a – like, Bowling Green's getting better, don't get me wrong. But I think Western Michigan's, like, good enough to get the win. I feel that Bowling Green's going to be the team I look to play as a dog a lot this year. It, I could I could tell from the way you're talking about them. I might I might play them to cover. They might be like my sneaky yeah. cover team. But I don't. But I mean, them. look at this end though. Home NIU at CMU, Toledo. Toledo. Off of Toledo, who's coming off a of bye. I haven't won well, I mean, one of these games. Me too. This is just a brutal open, brutal close. So I mean, both of them at six and six then. And I, that's kind of like a generous six and six, if I'm being honest. And like like we talked about earlier, there's some questions in the quarterback room. We don't know what's going to happen. They the I could easily see the wheels. I kind of like the under. I'm not just gonna lie. completely falling off. I kind of like the under here. Yeah. Let's see where I can fall. What's the juice on that under? Minus one forty five. So that's going to be a hard pass for me. Uh, my only two play bets then will be Buffalo under and the Ohio Bobcats under for action. Love both of those. Those are probably my two best bets. I'm a, I also like the Akron under. No, nah, because the Akron under is minus 160. Yes, yeah, so you can't. So like for me, like 115 is my top. You know, I'm I'm kind of like – so for win totals, I'm usually a little bit more okay laying juice. It's just something about like letting it ride the whole season that I'm mm-hmm. kind of okay because I'll just forget about it. It's a mentality thing for me. I'm okay laying the juice. 160 is pretty damn high. 160 is insanely high. But I like I love that under so fucking much. Um, I probably lo- I like the Central Michigan over a lot at minus 125. Kent State's a weird one. Uh, I might dabble with minus one forty-five for Western Michigan, but no, I'm with you. the The Buffalo and the Ohio unders are probably my two favorite plays. In the All right, so let's make those official. Those are going to be the two plays that Jim and I suggest. Those are the locks of the tailgate for the MAC preview, baby. You know, I kind of feel like for the one we're doing what uh, Conference USA next week. Yep, Cuse is next, buddy. So I kind of feel like maybe for the tailgate, we need to get like a little, uh, you know, get a little cerveza going, get a little uh, little burger, a little brats going out here when we do this. Ooh, we might be able to do something, have a little meal. Yeah, get a, get a little something going, my friend. Let's see what we can do. Thank you all for watching. Eric, what do you got going on? Um, Got spring fever coming up uh, with you on Thursday. I'm going to talk a little CFL and a little uh, – little usfl and um you know then i my podcast comes out at the end of the week you know you're going to be on it talking a little football my boy brandon's going to be on it we're going to be talking who's next for the bruins head coach and um you know yeah dude just uh just living the dream man you know we had tornado sirens going off here in chicago it is hours ago than hell where i'm at too i mean you know we you know this is this is the, I think, third time Tornado Sirens have gone off already this year. Sheesh. So, surviving the game, my friend. You guys know where to find me, at XFL Gym on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I actually, now that the CFL is up, I do a CFL recap uh, every, I'm going to move 
my USFL recap that I've been doing to Wednesdays. I'm doing my CFL recap on Tuesdays. I got my preview shows on BTV. Obviously, Spring Fever with my buddy here, Eric. Give us a like on that. Give us a like on this show. Give us a follow. We love you guys. Peace out. Have a very profitable.